0: we're going to spend some time studying the Bible together now. We like to do this every week because we believe that God speaks to us through his word. So listening to the word and studying the word is listening and studying the voice of Jesus himself. Uh, It has the authority and relevance of Jesus himself as we place ourselves by faith under what God has to say to us in the scriptures. We're studying now the book of Ecclesiastes. So, If you have your own Bible, you can kind of just crack it to the middle, and you'll be pretty close. It's right after Psalms and Proverbs. If you don't have a Bible, we've got some black Bibles under the chairs, and you can turn to page 553 in the black Bibles you'll see nearby. I'm actually experimenting right now. This caused some confusion. I'm using a different translation than the Pew Bible, than the chair Bible that you'll see there. I'm using the CSB. I'm kind of trying it out, giving it a test drive, um, and the ESV is what we have under there. Um, Both translations that are trying to honor the Word of God and what it says in English so that we can understand it so I'm trying this one out um, a lot of people think this one's maybe a little under easier to understand uh, so I'm trying it out kind of because of that um, but it causes some confusion when I'm reading a different translation than you right so I want to lay out here's some some word differences and this is really key to the whole book this concept of vapor mist it's the Hebrew word havel and I think I told you at the beginning of our series it's translated differently in every translation so, um, in the NIV, which is real popular, it's translated as "meaningless." Um, in the ESV, which is the Bible that's under the chairs, it's translated as "vanity," and then in this translation, it's "futility." And all of those are ways that we're trying to get at in English this idea of it's it's something that just you grab it and it's gone, right? You invest your life into different things, and it's just fleeting. Your life is over like that. You're dead, gone, 100 years later, you're forgotten, right? Sorry about that, but that's, the, uh, that's what the book has to say, right? And so we're gonna be reading in chapter two this week that all of that, that futility, that vanity, that chasing after the wind can actually be meaningful at some level if we understand the gift of God's grace. So chapter two, the very end of chapter two, he introduces the, the idea of grace, the idea of life being a gift from God's hand. So here's the big question to be thinking about today and this week. How do you see God? Do you see God as an ogre that's trying to take from you or do you see God as someone who is generous? Do you see God as gracious? Grace means he gives what you don't deserve. And so what's your view of God? Do you see him as gracious or do you see him as someone who's unfair and is taking from you? Jesus talks about this a lot in the New Testament as well. Now, we've got a really long passage, so as we move through the morning, I'm going to read every verse at some point, but just to start off, I want to just read a few verses, and before we even get to that, I wanted to give you a quote from an athlete. This is about 10 years old now, but I think it really helps us to understand what's being said here. There's an athlete that was at the top of his game. Um, he's kind of controversial, so I hate to bring him up. His name's Tom Brady. Anybody ever heard of Tom Brady? I know a lot of you hate him, but even those of you that hate him, could probably see the case that he's one of the best quarterbacks that's ever played the game, right? Maybe not the best, but he's one of the best, and 10 years ago, he's like a really old man now, 40, but 10 years ago, he was a young man of 30, and he had already, at the age of 30, he had already won three Super Bowls, and he was making millions of dollars, and he was married to a supermodel, and some people even thought he was good-looking. That's arguable, but some people even thought he was good-looking, right? So, He was one of those people that had it all, like Solomon, like King Solomon. Brady seemed to have it all. And he did this interview with 60 Minutes. It was really interesting. And I don't know if he's changed his mind since then, but I think it's helpful to see someone who's arrived and see that there's still something missing. So he says this, I think, God, there has got to be more than this. That's what Brady said. Interview, age 30, three Super Bowls, top of his game. God, there has got to be more than this." And the interviewer said, What? So what's, what's the answer? And Brady said, I wish I knew.